Hello and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast talking entertainment, news, and reviews. I'm your host, Preston Dorn, as always, by my delightful co-host, Matt Matt. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Yeah, do the thing. Do the thing. Maybe uh, maybe there will be things to actually look at. <gasps> what a concept. Who knows? It's possible. But. Wouldn't rule it out. Matt! Preston. Some things have been happening. A few things. A few things. One big thing. But we'll talk about it in a second. Several small things. Yeah, several small things. Yep. What small things happened? Josh Peck has been cast in Oppenheimer. I saw that today. Uh, it's going to be strange to see Josh Peck in a Christopher Nolan trailer. <laughs> a trailer? What about the whole movie? Well, yeah, that, but also, like, just seeing... Uh, it's it's going to be the first, like, time seeing him mm-hmm. in that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, he's he's in How I Met Your Father, so I guess that's kind of a... Is like he? a halfway point yeah oh he's pretty good in it huh all right yeah um speaking of how i met your father has been confirmed for season two okay they were gonna do just 10 episodes season one kind of see how it went and apparently it's got enough positive attention or maybe just attention Neutral in general attention in general to warrant a second season so they're they're doing more all right which i'm on board for i'm enjoying it how i met your uh stepfather <laughs> what i don't know <laughs> is, that, is that a joke i assumed that the first like it would they would just do it like a straightforward and then at the end of it the end of the first season is when they met the father and like mm. it's the end no she met the father in the first episode we just oh. don't we just don't know who it is oh that is the guy at the bar that kind of narrows it down oh yeah see there you go i'm on to something <laughs> never seen a haven't seen a second of the show most shows i've at least seen like clips and mm-hmm. heard bit sound bits from but i yeah. have literally seen absolutely nothing about this show i think its biggest problem this is kind of getting into what you've been up to territory but i'm not going to talk about it on what you've been up to so you're, you're stuck with it now I um i think its biggest problem is that it is it's i'm not going to call it bland but it's um its biggest selling points are things that were watered down or that are watered down versions of things that were good in how i met your mother mm. um and it's i mean it's a perfectly enjoyable show in its own right but it just doesn't have much of a cultural impact i feel gotcha doesn't right. bring anything new to the table no necessarily. one's really gonna remember it in 10 years probably not okay but bummer oh well oh well enjoy Season it now two. yep uh let's see um, dc movies got pushed back and shuffled around dc movies got pushed back and shuffled around do i have that calendar uh i have up? that in my head uh okay zam 2 got actually brought up Ooh. to december of 2022 so hey we'll that's that coming, uh, coming right up yeah uh black adam got pushed back from july to november okay uh, so probably no. for the best yes to october mm-hmm. so not horribly mm-hmm. pushed back uh aquaman 2 got pushed back to quite a bit Mm -hmm. um speculations are that it's reshoots to hopefully and possibly remove amber heard uh the demon from the show from the movie Mm -hmm. which would be nice Mm -hmm. hope it happens yeah uh although cutting a rather large side character from a movie might make this kind of a catastrophe of a cut movie we'll see hopefully she wasn't that pertinent to the plot (laughs) (laughs) um I know that uh, The Flash got pushed back. Damn it. 
pretty substantially. Upsetting. But also... Were you excited for that? Eh, okay. A little bit. Um, I want it to be done, honestly. Mm-hmm. I want it to have been released. Yeah. I'm not excited to watch it, per se. Mm-hmm. I am excited to move past the Snyderverse. <laughs> um, Fair. And... Uh, even though Aquaman is kind of technically part of it. Except that the first movie did a good enough job of establishing itself away from the yeah. Snyderverse. The Flash has not done had a chance to no, do that yet no um i did say this and i will uh i will stand by this this might mess up my ratings a little bit um ezra miller showed up in the cw shows mm-hmm. if a single cw person shows up in the flash movie i will rate this movie a one okay i have said it a billion times absolutely hate the cw shows and everything it's done to the, to my favorite characters mm-hmm. and i will not accept their infiltration into what could become a really good dc franchise movie franchise <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got a good cw rant out of you in a while i'm it's pleased been a, it's been a while it's because i've kind of done the best i can to avoid everything the cw like the plague yeah <laughs> apparently someone i saw a tiktok that was people reacting to someone's name reveal in the i think the flash so uh is that show still going yeah the only cw show that stopped is uh i think I don't actually, I know the arrow is over, mm-hmm. um, but I know the flash is still going cause you know, always got to go faster. I mm-hmm. don't know. Have you seen the scenes where it's like him trying to chase down a person on a motorcycle and loses them? No, that happens. That happens in the flash. He gets outrun by a motorcycle top speed like low three digits flash top speed like literally instantaneously (laughs) teleporting from one end of the universe to the other that's a thing in the comics folks comics are weird comics are weird actually faster than instantaneous uh i hate the cw so much (laughs) like the thing is I don't like Arrow because, man, you really <laughs> just got going. Oh, I'm, you can't stop me. I'm doing this on purpose. <laughs> In Arrow, I I hate what they've done to the dynamic of Green Arrow and Black Canary. Mm-hmm. All of that is just god-awful, and mm-hmm. the characters are but- butchered. Also, it's a Batman show without being a Batman show, and it's a bad Batman show. It's a Batman it's soap a, opera. Yeah, it's a bad man soap opera. It's shit. Uh, Flash, it just looks horrible all the time all of the effects look horrible mm-hmm. and also what are his powers it's gotta like, go faster except can't go faster but then it suddenly is faster and also there is no creativity in every season because every single season back past like season two probably mm-hmm. the villain is always just another speedster yeah. and it takes no creativity to do that yeah. and also when the last speedster can run faster than the speed of light which is like the end cap of literally physics Mm -hmm. and he like has to get faster than them and then the next guy is even faster than him what like and i is the whole show just training montages doing wind sprints yeah (laughs) and it's like so that's awful uh legends of tomorrow 
what even is that show trying to do i forgot that show existed it's literally just the side characters from the more popular cw shows that's hilarious the entire time including white canary who was cw's really trying to figure out why they fucked everything up with black canary mm-hmm. because it is sarah lance who was black canary when she was introduced back to not being dead which was never a thing and then so uh, opera dinah lance or Laurel, sorry, Laurel Lance in the show, who early in the show was revealed her middle name was Dinah. And so when her sister showed up as Black Canary and not Dinah Lance, and they like had to re-undo all that and make her sister die and become back as White Canary or something, and then let Laurel become Black Canary for one season and then get replaced by another woman because she died. What is the show? And then what's the other one? Uh, oh, Supergirl. Oh boy. Was a Fox show first, not a CW show, and then it moved over to CW. Okay. Is just a bad show. Bad acting, bad writing, bad effects, bad characters, bad everything. It's literally just all around a bad show. Mm-hmm. Ignore the fact that her personality is probably literally bizarro Supergirl. <laughs> Like, is the complete opposite of what Supergirl actually is in the comics. Oh, what if it is a bizarro Supergirl show and they're going to reveal that at the end? If the CW ends up being the bizarro universe, or like, it's like some, like, whatever Earth they call it in, like, the DC Mm -hmm. universe, multiverse, cinematic multiverse, is like the wrong universe, then I'm on board. That would be a heck of a twist. It's like Grant Gustin shows up in Flash, and then Ezra Miller goes, we got this. You can go back to your little playground and just have have fun, little child, and then continues to be the hero. All right, I'm done with talking about CW. I haven't seen anything of Black Lightning. Uh, also, Batwoman was apparently terrible. And also, when they announced it, they were like, hey, it's not going to be Batwoman in, he- in heels. And then the trailer came out and everyone saw Batwoman in he- or Batman in heels. Yeah. Because uh, she wants to be like Batman, which is flagrantly, flagrant? flagrantly sure. not what Batwoman is. I'm going to get into this more when we talk about the Batman. Mm-hmm. This, the CW, I always said that I feel like Zack Snyder really doesn't understand the characters that he's writing. Mm -hmm. The CW understands it even less than that. (laughs) Literally, they have gotten every single character's personality wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay. Never saw Black Lightning. Can't say anything about it. Also, I feel like if I say something about it and then it blows up, I'm going to be branded as racist. Right. So. It's apparently actually not bad. That's what I've heard. I have heard, yeah, I've heard passable things about it which also when it's compatriots when the bar is where it is not exactly a promising no claim <laughs> no <laughs> but it has been a while since i ranted about cw yeah it's good makes me glad, angry glad you got like that off angry. your chest <laughs> let's see um moon knight tr- or moon knight posters moon knight posters dope i'm hyped for this um, I have nothing else to say about that. Yeah, it's I mean, it's posters. it's posters. There's nothing to say. Uh, boy, I have a lot of tabs open. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, that looks like something. Um, oh, uh, did we know that uh, Benioff and Weiss were doing an adaptation of the Three Body Problem? 
The what problem? The three body problem. I don't know what that is. It's a pretty well regarded Chinese sci-fi. Well, it's first book in a sci-fi trilogy. Um, I'll be honest. It took me until just now to remember who Benioff and Weiss are because they're D and D. Right. But you went with the other names that no one refers to them as. <laughs> well, if I said D and D, like you would know who they are, but everyone else would be like, "Who?" Huh? Uh, for people Benioff who... and Weiss is easier to Google. Also, there are the people who are responsible for the absolutely tr- train wreckifying of Game of Thrones. In their defense. The first four seasons, which actually follow the the books, are spectacular. Right. So they're like Zack Snyder. Yeah. Don't give them original. Don't give them the freedom to create original stuff, because they will ruin everything. They mm-hmm. don't. It's like they understand how to take a thing that's created and translate it to another to another medium. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand the content that they're doing that to. Mm-hmm. There we go. Very good. It's my soapbox. So yeah, they're doing a three-body problem adaptation. That's one that's been on my reading list for a long time, but I haven't actually gotten around to reading it. Um, it's supposed to be really good. It's about uh, aliens are going to invade and got to do something about it. Got to do something about it. Don't know what, but uh, we got to figure it out eventually. Yep. I don't know. Don't know what that accent is. It's just like faintly New York. A little bit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mark's reading it, but in Chinese. Of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Classic Mark fashion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is, um, well, we have known for a while that they're planning to do several little spinoffs from the Batman uh, as like little TV oh, yeah. shows. Gotham PD. So Gotham PD. Gotham PD at this point is actually kind of becoming more of a Arkham Haunted House story. Okay. <laughs> I am immediately <laughs> sold. Say no more. <laughs> so I, I don't know what that form could take. It could be like a adaptation of the Arkham comic loosely, but sort of like you send in a cop instead of a Batman or mm-hmm. something, or you could do um, like some more of the backstory, or you could do like some of the stuff from Batman eternal where there's I was thinking spooky the exact same things thing. in the basement, spooky things underneath the insanity. I like it. So I don't know. There's some, uh, there's some really good, uh, room for them to to play around there and matt reeves is heavily involved with the project so oh and i've got things to say that too because arkham and also the potential rumor of who might be bat the batman 2 villain possibly you know about that Wait. it's rumored it might be hugo strange Ooh. like that might be the villain can you imagine getting a really good Hugo Strange as a highlight for a villain Ooh. in a Batman movie? That is exactly what this movie yeah. series needs. Yeah. So having like an Arkham thing and like introduce him a little bit or something. Like, oh, I like it. I'm on board. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I still haven't seen Peacemaker, but apparently that's really good. It is. And so I thoroughly enjoyed all except for the last episode because I haven't seen it yet. I, okay. I scared me there for a second. The, <laughs> I binged all the way through what was out, and then I just have not had the chance to watch the last episode yet. Yeah. All right. It's good. Enjoy cool. a lot. Yeah. So I, you don't really like um James Gunn's humor a whole lot. No. And it's a lot of that. Okay. It's just James Gunn, but given a rated R. Okay. I mean, I, so Suicide Squad. Yeah. Which I probably respected more than I enjoyed. But Fair enough. Yeah certainly didn't hate it yeah 
Um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean to get around to it at some point, but I, I love this idea of these creative people are so excited about their universe that they have more stories they want to tell. And DC is giving them a medium DC to figured it out, dude. They figured yeah. out their own, their own <laughs> avenue. Stop trying to be Marvel. Just do the thing that you can do good, which is let good people do good things. Yep. You sit with the new 52. You sit with the Snyderverse, <laughs> but every, but both times you figure it out and you just realize, like, you know what? Let's just trim it down. Give it to good man. I'm dropping f bombs all over. I was the place just going to remark on that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of adrenaline today about the thing we're going to talk about in a little bit, and then also the other thing we're going to talk about in a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's an adrenaline filled day. It is. Yep. Also, I was very productive at work today and got a lot of. I went to my office, so I mm. talked to all my friends. So I got a lot of you know extrovert battery charge. I'm a little overcharged right now. <laughs> <laughs> good. Um. Yeah. So Arkham PD might be more of uh, Arkham Haunted House. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be that'd be really cool. We'll see where that goes. Um. We're also. I think this has already been confirmed, but we're getting a preng- Penguin prequel miniseries. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's just sort of like his rise to power. Oh, dude, have you? Re- uh, you have not read it. Uh, Penguin Pain and Prejudice. It's the new Fifty Two mini art or miniseries. Nope. Of the Penguin. Uh, I remember. I remember a lot of it, actually. It, mm-hmm. it was actually really good. Um, and I remember talking about it because one of the things that really stood out to me is you get the Batman, but from the Penguin's perspective. <laughs> and also, like, there was one scene where it was, like, a thug, like, messed up. Like, he, like, bumped into the Penguin mm-hmm. by accident. And the Penguin started, like, yelling at him. And he's like, I'm gonna, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, the thug was like, oh, God, I'm scared, I'm scared. And then, like, kind of, like... By fear being loyal to Penguin, mm-hmm. Batman comes crashing through the window, thugs out the door. Like, <laughs> it just shows you how much fear the Batman is that it overpowers any yes. fear that a mob boss has over his goons. Yes. It was a really great moment. I like it. So, yeah. Maybe read that because that I sounds mean, like the plan. They, again, I will talk about this very effectively and in extensi- extensively in our review next week uh, that. Matt Reeves and his team understand the characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Speaking of miniseries is that detail characters rise to power. Kenobi! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I am as hyped for this show as I was for the Batman. That's a uh, that's high hype right there. It is a lot of hype. And it just continues the more I think about it, the more I get hyped. Yeah. Okay, so here's... Kenobi trailer, tell me your hypes. Right off the bat, we get, first of all, John Williams. <laughs> yeah, we get hints of remember Duel of the I Heroes. Remember when I thought John Williams was overrated? No. You don't remember that? No. Uh, it was definitely while we had a podcast, because we've been doing it for like five years now. I, I'm sure I gave you many sidelong glances. You did. And thank God I grew up because my God, <laughs> I think I just didn't like that. He was like very theme heavy uh, and I've grown to appreciate that uh-huh. in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, this is like, this is our five year anniversary of doing the podcast this yeah. month. Five years. And we have fewer listeners than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're right go- off the bat. What? We're going for the Guinness Book of World Records for Longest the worst time without being worst noticed. listener to episode yeah. ratio. <laughs> um, so right off the bat, we get a somber ballad version of the Battle of the Heroes, mm-hmm. which just right off the bat, all of the chills ooh, up the spine. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> 
And we get Obi-Wan saying, uh, The fight is over. The fight is over. He's talking to somebody, and I'll get to that in a little yes. bit. Um, and then we get Duel of the Fates. Yep. And I cannot tell you how long it took the goosebumps to go away. <laughs> Literally, like, I watched They've the gone trailer. away for you? Huh? <laughs> They've gone away for you? <laughs> I'm honestly getting a little bit more right now. I watched the trailer, and then Kalen had just gotten home, like, mm-hmm. at that moment when I finished watching the trailer. And the goosebumps were still there, and I, like barged out into the garage and was like the kenobi trailer's out come watch it sprinted back in uh, and watched it two more times our poor significant others have to deal with our (laughs) our excitement over really trivial things sometimes yeah it's the small things that make you happy um okay we get obi-wan okay being around he's sad in the desert which is the only thing i needed from this show uh we see a little little young luke Wanting to be a little little pilot. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> uh, we see Inquisitors. Do you know who Inquisitors are and what yes, they do? Yes, they're Jedi hunters. Yes. They hunt Jedis. They hunt the Jedis. Uh, and then we have, well, the Grand Inquisitor, or the Great Inquisitor. No, mm-hmm. Grand? Grand Inquisitor. He's the guy with the round head. He's the guy with the round head. And also, who's in front of him? A silhouette that vaguely looks like Tamura Watson. Maybe Commander Cody? Who knows? Really hope so. Morrison. Uh, huh morrison morrison oh shit <laughs> thank you <laughs> watson that, give me three more times of that and then i will that will solidify say it with me five times fast tomorrow morrison morrison tomorrow morrison <laughs> uh so maybe commander cody uh that'd be sweet we get uh there is an inquisitor that has existed before that is already in canon mm-hmm. is that something with the inquisitors is like Anytime they show up in anything else, like mm-hmm. Fallen Order or Rebels or anything like mm-hmm. that, they just make a new one. Yeah. We just need another one to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so this one, they actually have, they have a new one. Mm-hmm. And they also have one that has right. been established. Um, There's the guy with the hat. The guy with the hat. And then the main girl. We get Owen Lars. Yeah. Joel Edgerton is Joel back. Joel Edgerton's back. Which um, Deborah Chow, the who's directing the whole miniseries, yep. uh, she came out and publicly said thank you george for casting joel edgerton back in <laughs> that would have been 2004 three or, yeah 2003 casting joel edgerton to play <laughs> uncle <laughs> uncle owen <laughs> uh so that's all that's a montage of what we get we get a bunch of set pieces we get uh i don't know if we saw it in the trailer but the new planet that is hong kong like yes we saw some clips of that saw some clips of it um honestly i was just freaking out the entire thing sometimes i missed a few things here and there Mm -hmm. but uh let's talk about what could happen in this show okay remember me talking about how i never read and then over the past few months i've kind of realized that i actually read quite a bit when i was a kid yeah you remember one of the series that i used to read uh that is uh it's called last of the jedi Mm -hmm. star wars last of the jedi and it follows obi-wan at this time Okay. And back when Kenobi was announced and we knew that this is this is what would happen, I talked about like that this could be mm-hmm. very inspired by Last of the Jedi. I think it really could be because the Inquisitors, I don't want to say that they were first introduced ever in Star Wars in that series, but they mm-hmm. weren't in that book and that book came out a while ago. Okay. Um... So, oh god, there's so much to unpack. I need a starting point. Matt, give me a starting point. 
What what do you think the story was? Of, Wait, I mean, what do you think the story will be? Uh I think it's going to be that God, I don't know. I don't know what the story is going to be, but I feel like there's a lot of bits that are going to come up. Okay. And I can't I I have all of the thoughts, but there is no cohesive trail. Qui-Gon. <laughs> I'm just going to start <laughs> sure. scattershotting. Let's throw Qui-Gon at the wall. So established at the end of three, we know that Obi-Wan and Yoda were beginning to figure out how to commune with the dead. Your old master, mm-hmm. Qui-Gon. Uh, in Fault Last of the Jedi, he communicates with Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, There's a recurring thing where Qui-Gon talks to him and he's in a cave and then Qui-Gon like, says things to him and he's mm-hmm. like, why is mentor again? Um, Great. Liam Neeson on Jimmy Kimmel said that he was not approached. Also, Disney is a massive liar. Yeah. So, Didn't and, Tobey Maguire say he wasn't approached? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so totally got bullshit on that. Uh, we're probably going to get Qui-Gon saying words to him. Would not shock me in the slightest. Um, we get... Uh, uh owen lars i we don't know why owen and ben are at odds that mm-hmm. just happens in four mm-hmm. they're like uh, they're just they seem perfectly nice to each other at the very end of three mm-hmm. we're gonna get that oh yes that conflict Explain whatever that. splits them we're yep. gonna get a lot of that and i am so ready for it yeah um because also it's gonna be a whole lot of like owen trying to hide this from luke because Luke just thinks he's this kook out there and doesn't know anything about him. Yep. Um, we, with Obi-Wan, he is probably not going to have his lightsaber. I think we see him with a blaster. Mm-hmm. It's not really clear that that's him, but kind of assumed that that's him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, character development, thinking that blasters are uncivilized. But now he's on, I mean, he sleeps in a cave now. That's true. He's, he's not uncivilized. Uh, something I want to see is Obi-Wan being a super awesome Jedi and using the Force in interesting ways. Mm-hmm. Something that happens in Last of the Jedi, I remember substantially, uh, impressing, impressive, impressive, surprisingly, I remember quite a bit of the book. Uh, <laughs> there was... Uh, you really dumbed that back down for yourself, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Uh... There was a scene in Moss Eisley, Moss Eisley Cantina where he was listening to a conversation, but it was across the bar and it was loud and he used the force to drown out all other voices and focus in on those two people's conversation. I like it. And Star Wars Disney has made not shied away from just saying the force is a completely all powerful thing. You can do whatever you want with. So force healing. We've done eight movies without it before, but let's try it. <laughs> Uh, so I want to see Obi-Wan being creative with the Force because he can't just, you know, Force push people because Inquisitors and want, doesn't want to out himself. But, like, maybe some more interesting mind tricks that are really discreet and some like, yeah. espionage stuff, Ooh. maybe? Uh, we have... Uh, let's see. Um, Mace Windu is the person that's around and maybe not dead. And Samuel L. Jackson is a... Uh, He's constantly loud mm-hmm. about how he would love to return, how Mace Windu wouldn't die from just a fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and you know, any camera that's any death that's not on screen is not a death. We know that from literally everything. Yep. Um. So maybe he'll show up for some reason. God, that'd be possible. Um. We get Obi Wan sad in the desert, but Mace Windu's mad in the desert. Yes. Well, that's <laughs> the other thing too. Is that like Mace Windu's lightsaber is purple. Uh. 
because Samuel L. Jackson wanted a purple lightsaber. Right. And so retconning why it's purple, he has been trained in aspects of the dark side. Mm -hmm. And so it could be interesting. And now we're getting to my grander point about what I feel like they're going to center on really heavily Mm -hmm. with this. Uh, It could be interesting to watch him 100% turn on the Jedi, turn on the Jedi way. Yeah. Uh, Through all of the prequel trilogy, he was told that Anakin is the chosen one. Mm -hmm. And now Anakin's the reason that he was chucked out a window via lightning. Yeah. And the complete downfall of the thing that he worked, that he was very loyal to. Yeah. And so what if this is the thing that just like pushes him right off the building uh, via lightning Mm -hmm. and turns him to maybe an inquisitor? Ooh, that would oh, be dope that would be sweet probably not gonna happen but like that's a really that would be a really interesting and natural progression for that character oh uh, final boss like the second the last episode we don't see who it is but we see the purple lightsaber yep. flick on because oh uh, that'd be good who are Obi- who are obi-wan's like nemeses maul right maul maul yeah. primarily then we can't do anything with maul on this show yeah because we have completely covered his that relationship yeah all the way through you can't do anything because if you make maul the villain then there will be a really unsatisfying conclusion of their conflict right at the end of the show because the satisfying conclusion is in rebels right if you haven't seen that even if you don't want to watch rebels watch look up the scene the darth maul obi-wan fight scene from rebels on youtube it is fantastic uh we can't do Vader, which we know Vader's coming back. Yes. But he can't be the main villain because, God, what are you going to do? Have him beat Vader? No. <laughs> but, like... I mean, yeah, they can they can cross paths or they can... Right, exactly. And they can have, like, an altercation because there are things, like, the their fight in uh, 4 references a fight that hasn't happened, that we haven't mm-hmm. seen. And also Anakin doesn't, or he doesn't, he knows Anakin is Vader. He doesn't know what Vader is now. Right. And so we could get his reaction to Vader being that because isn't, I think in Rebels, we get Ahsoka's version of that. Yeah. Where she chops off part of the mask and kind of sees the the face behind it. Yeah. And so like, and since they cast Hayden Christensen, Mm -hmm. we're going to get some. We'll have to see his face. We're going to get a face off. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna see the grotesquely brutalized burnt crispy man under the mask um but i think the theme that they're gonna go they have to go with is obi-wan massively questioning the jedi mm-hmm. um because it's something that he believed in a lot mm-hmm. and then even in episode two has they've kind of acknowledged that like the Jedi just became a political body Mm -hmm. and having like the fact that it was allowed to collapse. He like doubts everything about it. He also watched his brother descend into the dark side Mm -hmm. because the Jedi were just blind to everything. Mm -hmm. And so like we haven't gotten his growth from what we get in three, like what we have in three Mm -hmm. to the bitter Ben and so, like, we get, we're going to get that. Yeah. Uh, also, why does Obi-Wan say in the in the original trilogy that Vader is more machine than man and, like, is basically trying to tell Luke that there's no hope in saving him when Obi-Wan, of all people, would see the good in Anakin? Mm-hmm. So... He'd try. We need that. Like, that is what's going to happen, basically. I think the antagonist is going to be his own ideals Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah. And Vader is going to be like probably a. I, I don't think the Mace Windu thing is going to happen. That I think there so will cool. be a Vader altercation, but I, yeah. I don't think if they do it well, it's not going to be framed in such a way that Anakin is the villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be his own doubts about everything, and we're not going to get an overcome of his doubts because it's all going to be completely shattered. Right. Uh, which, I don't know. How do you make a happy ending of this? You don't really. You kinda... There's not really a happy ending for Obi-Wan between three and four. No, he kind of just comes to terms with his own existence. And yeah. then, I mean, at some point he has to be willing to set Luke on the path, right? right? To give him the actual lightsaber and tell him a, some lies about his past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, he's got to he's gotta have some sort of acceptance. It's not necessarily going to be a full on, yeah, I know the Jedi were great the whole time, but it, like maybe a more refined understanding of what the Jedi ought to have been and can be yeah. and take hope from that. Yeah. And it closes with him talking to Qui-Gon and they're kind of looking out over at Luke just being an absolute fool of an eight year old. Yep. Um, there has been rumors that a young Leia will make an appearance. Mm-hmm. So the plot may include, I believe like it's, I've heard, things about a force event that happens on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And so that's prop that could be something that is what like that's like the call to action and the mm-hmm. kick off the adventure and maybe he goes and we see Bail Organa um uh, see old what's his name who's a isn't any an actual Jimmy senator? Smith. Huh? Jimmy Smith. Yeah, isn't he an actual senator? He's something punched my mic. Yep. Uh so we might see him see some young Leia being a young Leia. Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. That's a possibility. Um, it's a mothability. Nice. Was it? No. <laughs> uh, I just... I... The thing is, like, I got hyped for the trailer. But there was not a whole lot in the trailer that made me very hyped. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that I actually sat down and thought about what could happen in this show Mm -hmm. and like obi-wan is like one of my favorite characters he's so good um like the we've talked about i guess i've ranted about the um saber forms like the seven different saber forms yep and the form three being the one that's all about kind of like defense and uh you know not getting hit by lasers Mm -hmm. uh and Obi-Wan is unequivocally the master of Form 3, mm-hmm. where there's, like, something that says that he can walk through a battlefield being absolutely the target of everyone's gunfire and cannot and will not get hit. Like, he's just that good at mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. I would love to see something like that, where you have just, like, maybe, like, right at the beginning... Like mm-hmm. he's on the run and he's got his lightsaber and we see that we got a cool like action set piece and they're all like shooting at him. And he's just like, Nope, you can't touch this. <laughs> and then like after that, he's like, Oh, I got to ditch the lightsaber. Cause that's what gave me away or something. And then mm-hmm. like, we don't get lightsaber. We get Obi gun Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't title one of the episodes, Obi gun Kenobi, <laughs> I, I riot. <laughs> uh... Give up on the show here there and then. We get, yeah, so that's, I am just, I, I can't wait, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, I don't know if I'm as hyped about this as I was for Batman, but, like, I haven't been this hyped for something since, uh, 
since the Batman. Obviously, I hadn't had much of a chance. It's literally a week ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is like, I don't know. It's it's just enjoyable to be excited about things coming out. Yeah. Because. You've so much soured on the Marvel stuff. And I have. Like, Dune and Batman was a nice little one-two combo of things we were excited for. But aside from that, Tenet was maybe the last thing we were pretty hyped for. And I wasn't like really viscerally hyped about it. Like I was yeah. like, oh, cool. It'll be an awesome Christopher Nolan thing. But like mm-hmm. Dune, I loved the Batman looked everything amazing. And then mm-hmm. Kenobi, like, it's just after the massive disappointment that was Book of Boba Fett. I still haven't seen it. Except for episode five. It's just Mandalorian mm. season 2.5. <laughs> 2. <laughs> uh, I, I, I hope they don't Book of Boba Fett it up. I hope, the man- I hope they Mandalorian it up. I I have no reason to be anything other than optimistic at this point. Yeah, me too. Um, Deborah Chow has done a lot of good work on a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. This is a story that a lot of people have wanted to tell right for a long time. Um, Ewan McGregor's back, which means he's got some level of buy-in. Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. and Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Joel Edgerton hasn't been in a Star Wars thing since 2005. Yeah. And he came back for this. Yeah. 17 years later. That, that shows they're Liam doing Neeson. something right. Probably Liam Neeson. Maybe Samuel L. Jackson. Maybe Samuel L. Jackson. Maybe Ian McDermott. Possibly. They just can't get rid of him, can they? No, they can't. Both in and out of <laughs> canon. <laughs> yep. Oh, dude. How grounded do you think this is going to be? Because that's the other thing. Like, With, I mean... So, here's the, so for so, Mandalorian... <laughs> It's a completely new character mm-hmm. and very grounded and like, right. and we can stay there. Set within the realm of an ancient fantasy universe where people shoot laser guns at each other right. and can magic heal monsters. Yes. Book of Boba Fett about a character who at that a or at that era of that character's life was not a main character. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about Boba Fett post episode beginning of episode four mm-hmm. that makes him main character worthy right which is why that floundered yep i said it from when they announced it it would have been great to see him as a 20 year old trying to just be a bounty hunter just a simple man making his way in the universe simple man making his way in the universe uh except with tamura morrison's voice nailed it uh but i am hyped for this i also just don't want them to prequel it where everything about the plot they just try to tie into things that are coming and then mm-hmm. lose and then like trivialize things i don't yeah. want them to solo it yes speaking of things i forgot existed yeah i've been thinking about solo a lot today because <laughs> of that trailer uh i i still i love the way i put it coming out of the movie or maybe i was in a review or i was like I mean, it wasn't a terrible movie, but I feel like in 15 years, my kids are going to be like, Dad, they made a movie about Han Solo and you never told me? And I'm going to be like, I forgot that movie existed, <laughs> little Timmy. We little can watch Timmy. it. <laughs> if you don't name your kid Timothy, Timothy Dalthorpe. I will. It's really close to Timothy Dalton. It is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> no. I don't think that was on the list of, of baby names we've discussed. She keeps shooting down Buster for some reason. Ah. Bummer. Yeah. Try bummer. Yeah, kid bummer. 
Uh. Oh man, I, I I took a quick look at my notes for the Kenobi thing, and I think I just really rapidly rattled through all of them. Okay, and then spent a whole lot of time. Could, uh, Cody, I referenced Commander Cody. Yes, apparently, according to canon, he absolutely despises the Empire for what they made him do. Okay, and so I think we should get that. Like yeah. he was really close to Kenobi, and so yeah. that would be a really good opportunity. That would be they a good confront little confront him, one, yeah. and they're like, "Where's Kenobi?" And he's like, "I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell you." Ow! the The chip in my brain is sizzling my head, and I'll die. But I'm not gonna tell you. Maybe they never actually interact. Yeah, we just get Commander Cody standing up for Kenobi, just on the hope that he lives. I I would I'd be all in favor of that. I mean, I've said it before, I've said it again. All I want from this show is Obi-Wan to be sad in the desert. We got that in the first five seconds of trailer. I'm yeah. already happy. <laughs> I don't want, one, a cute or funny side droid character. Okay. Get that out of here. Okay. Disney really just stuck with their model mm-hmm. in everything they do. Mm-hmm. There is always the cute or gimmicky side animal character droid. Mm-hmm. Even in Star Wars. Uh, or two, Yoda. Mm. I don't want Yoda in this. Mm-hmm. He is just the default wise person. Yeah. And if they bring in Yoda and then don't use Qui-Gon, absolutely atrocious. That would be really disappointing. <laughs> yeah. We heard any word from Frank Oz? <laughs> is he still doing Yoda? I think he is. I think so. I think he is. Yeah. He was, what was he in recently that wasn't... Knives Out. No, not... Like, what was Yoda in? Like, I feel like there was something that Yoda appeared in randomly. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Not that, though. Last Jedi. It was Rise of Skywalker. Ah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Anyway, that's news. Boy, is it. Kenobi. Do we have a release? We have a release date, right? It's like May 25th, isn't it? 26th? Why isn't it May 4th? Good question. Have they ever released anything on May 4th? Don't think so. They'd have to be really confident in something to release it on May 4th. May 25th. May 25th, alright. Got it. Nailed it. (laughs) Nice. I'll be engaged by the time this episode comes (sighs) out congratulations preemptively i hope hope, so hope she says yes hope it went went goes well hope it will have gone well yeah i think it'll go well it's gonna be cold it's freezing tonight Mm -hmm. it's gonna snow tomorrow it's gonna snow tomorrow the day before we go to a tulip garden for a proposal hope it's not all dead and withered in a bad metaphor it won't be all dead and withered but they'll definitely be closed up hmm It'll just be when they warm up, they will open up to the new world, new love, new life. Something like that. I'm vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a cheesy person. <laughs> All right. Shall we? We shall. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can find this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and most other places that find podcasts are sold. Not SoundCloud. Should we kill this bit sometime soon? Say the line. I feel like we should kill this bit sometime. Say the line. Ot nay on cloud say. I had struggled so hard to think of that. Not SoundCloud. <laughs> Not SoundCloud. 
you can find us on social media. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Just Us Losers Pod. Instagram, the same handle at Just Us Losers Pod. I know there's not a lot going on right there. I mean, you can go back and look at Preston's magnificent Dune graphic. That's probably still near the top of all of our social media stuff. It was really great. Also, my uh, massively overshadowed by the Dune graphic, my James Bond graphic that I was proud of. Oh, yeah, that one was okay, too. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, keep an eye on those those places. We are actually beginning to put uh, pen to paper and plans to brains and ramp up into some real content stuff. So uh, keep an eye out there for, for more announcements coming your way on that stuff. Um, we have a Gmail, justusloserspod at gmail.com, where I want to hear your theories of how they're going to tie the Bionicle universe into the Kenobi show. Because I think that'd be pretty cool. I think that'd be the crossover we really deserve. General Grievous is a bionicle. Oh my gosh. He actually kind of is. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. He's going to see a bionicle and be like, oh shit, I thought I killed you. And like, shoot him with a gun. Yeah. Oh, we got Kenobi. Okay. It, it all comes together. Somehow. Anyway, that'd be the place for that. Um, Yeah. Listen next week for our The Batman review we're excited to do that um and i hope everyone's excited to hear that we there might be a couple other things that we'll talk about briefly but that's going to be the focus so got that to look forward to preston is so excited he is humping the air it's uh it's a, it's a sight to behold all right that's all i've got to say uh thanks for listening bye 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 bye